Hey, Travis Rogers here. When you're not listening to me on the Lakers pre- and post-game shows, tune in to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, where she goes beyond the play and focuses on athletes, fans, and the biggest events that inspire and shape our community. Listen to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, Sundays, 5 to 6 a.m. ESPN LA 710. Welcome to ESPN LA 710. I'm Laferne Cusack. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, I'm speaking with a leader in advancing social change for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. I have Clarence Thomas, Executive Director of Express Workforce Foundation. Clarence, welcome to the show. Thank you. Tell us about what the mission is for your foundation. The mission for our foundation is to assist individuals with special needs in becoming more uh, independent in our society. So what we do is we prepare them for uh, jobs. We have job coaches and and trainers and and such. And we have um, programs that they actually go through that will allow them to to do some things out in mainstream society. So tell me how you got into this field. I know you have a real passion for this. Tell me about your background. I go way back to when I was a child. (laughs) My parents... Uh, worked with uh, special needs adults and also special needs children all the way back as far as I can remember. Uh, we often went on trips with uh, our parents and we took some of the individuals from where they worked to, to like the Dodgers or actually the Angels games. And we would go to Disneyland and we took them to uh, family events and stuff like that. So they were kind of like our cousins. They would come and uh, my dad and my mom would say, okay, this is uh, Johnny uh, and, you know, have a good time. Treat him, uh, you know, like he's your friend or, or your family and, and whatever. So I never really saw a, a big difference, but obviously I could tell he was different or she was different from me. And I, and from that point on, I've always had a, a passion to help uh, those because I because I experienced being around folks like that. Right. So you are now uh, the executive director for the Express Workforce Foundation. Uh, what was your journey to the organization? Okay. Well, I started I started out in the um, cable industry. I was in the cable industry for um, twenty three years. And I, you know, I did everything from, you know, working with people out in the field, digging trenches to, you know, climbing in attics to uh, selling cable to uh, trying to market it to managing, you know, the warehouse and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. I kind of went up the ladder and I uh, landed in operations. So I became an operations manager about 10 years in. Well, probably about it about seven years in. And for the rest of that period, I've been either uh, an operations manager or a director of operations. And I worked at uh, Time Warner in specific back, uh, I left there in 2005, and I was a director of operations. And I worked with quite a, quite a few folks. After I left there, I went to Charter Communications. I worked there as a general manager and uh, moved on from there. And I started working with autistic children. Uh, one-on-one, it was uh, probably the, the game changer, I would say, for me because I, I had uh, spent a lot of time with special needs adults as a kid, and then there was a break in there where I went on 
with my life and I was kind of just living my life. Always had a passion for helping others and always have helped others, but kind of lost that that uh, connection. And then uh, working with the special needs, uh, you know, autistic kids one on one, eight hours a day, uh, brought me back in. And I, you know, it was many days that I would find myself uh, crying uh, because I I was so happy about spending time and watching the individual grow growth uh, of the individuals that I worked with and stuff like that. So I was like, man, this is kind of like where God has, has led me. And, um, I worked there for about three years. And then for the last six years, um, I've been working with, uh, Teresa Zoror and, uh, she was a childhood friend of my brother. And, uh, so we kind of came together and, and I start working with her at, uh, lifetime community care. And, uh, eventually we we opened up uh, Express Workforce. And when you said that you worked uh, with autistic uh, children, how did you work with them? I had uh, probably four, I'd like to call them individuals instead of clients, because clients, is, they become kind of like your family. And, so when, you know, it's hard to call your family a client. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'll, I'll call them individuals. So I had about four individuals that I worked with every day, any, anywhere from age three to 18, I would go to their home and depending on what their uh, goals and objectives were, personal goals and objectives were, I would work with them one-on-one and, and let's say uh, like uh, a three-year-old, a three-year-old who was having uh, challenges staying focused. There were exercises that we were uh, trained to work with them uh uh, work with them uh, over and go over and over and over. And it was very repetitious type activity where you, you hand them a pen and you ask them to to take it from you. And they would say, and, and if they did it, then you said, good job. And then you would ask them again. Mm-hmm. And then you say, good job. And then if they didn't do it, then you would, you know, you marked it as they, they didn't get it. You know, things as small as that to actually some of the uh, more advanced individuals, they were like much smarter than me, <laughs> much, much yeah. smarter than me because they were, they had Asperger's. And so they had uh, more of a challenge with focusing with, within the kind of staying within a conversation or um, helping them read or something like a, one of the individuals I work with, he was 18 years old. He was a math whiz. He could tell you, he could do any math problem I, I wrote down. He could do it. Uh, you know, geometry, you know, didn't matter what it was. He could do it. And then uh, if you asked him about a date, you know, 20, 30 years, he, you could ask him a date. You could give it to him and he could give you that date. So very advanced in, in that way. But he had challenges with his social integration and his, you know, he, he couldn't stay focused. He couldn't uh, have a, a conversation. He couldn't mm-hmm. make eye contact. So that's all of the things I worked with, um, with him so, one to one. And, and typically it was two to three hours with each individual. With all of your experience and your background, what type of skill sets are you bringing in to Express Workforce Foundation as executive director? Your transferables. Uh, I would I would say I come in with a business background in order for us to get it to get things going is that, you know, absolutely has to be a business part. So I have a, a business background and uh, I have an operations background in particular. 
where I understand on how, you know, to get folks together, to de- develop programs, to help them uh, progress in their performance and all that kind of stuff. So I have that that as a background, but I, I just have a, I'm a people person. So like I said, I've always worked with people closely. I used to coach for seven or eight years when I was uh, coming out of, out of uh, high school and half the time while I was in college. And then right after college, I, w- I worked with individuals in uh, from elementary school to college and coached different sports, football, track, and that sort of thing. So I have a, a very good relationship with people because I am a people person. Right. And then the fact that I have an operations background, that's it, it's uh they all kind of come together. So, you know, we always get down to, you know, sports and being a coach, you really are able to galvanize, you know, a lot of people, communities, fan base in order to get uh, the job done. So tell us some of the programs that you have implemented in Express Workforce Foundation that is helping your organization to excel. Okay. In particular, we do quite a bit of volunteering and we go out to the the Red Cross and we go out to the senior centers and, and stuff like that uh, in order to help our individuals uh, learn, you know, job skills and socially integrating them with the mainstream society and that sort of thing. In particular, I, I can think of one thing we did. We took them on a trip two years ago. We took them to Vegas and there was a veterans, there was a veterans home. What they actually did is they took an old motel and they turned it into a veterans housing. And so they, they received a lot of different donations and that sort of thing. So we went there and our individuals, they actually went through the process of coordinating the putting, you know, putting up of all the different uh, items that they had and, and labeling them and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So we went, we went there. We we helped them out and we uh, we gave a donation to them. And the key the key thing to me was that our individuals got to see that there was others that had needs and that they were helping to fulfill those needs. That's the thing that I think that that really touches my heart when it comes to them because they come to us afterwards and they go, Oh, we helped out. And those guys are not hungry anymore. And you know, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And they're, they're really excited about it and they're really understanding about helping others as they learn to to help themselves. In addition to that, on that trip, we took them to the uh, homeless shelter and they helped uh, hand out clothing to some of the homeless folks and they fed them. And uh, we we uh, paid for the replacement of one of the, the training rooms they had. We replaced the floor and such. And then we, we gave them a donation. And every time we, we've done this kind of things, we always say, this is coming from you all. This is coming from us, mm-hmm. and they understand that um, they are a part of that. We're really working hard to to integrate them so that they can be uh, more independent, and um, instead of us taking care of them, right. it's more of them, them which supporting them, and they're supporting us as well, as well as these other individuals. What are some of the organization yeah. and businesses that support you in your mission? Okay. Uh, well, places like GameStop, uh, we had an individual that was, he's uh, 24 years old, and he's really into the, the uh, video games, and he worked he worked there uh, for them, helping them out. So that was something that he, he would like to do in the future. Unfortunately, they didn't have a, a, a job placement, 
you know, a position for him right now, but that's something that he's learned how to, how to do it, get on the computer and pull up things and, and that sort of thing. We have quite a bit of uh, uh, work with uh, the Red Cross, and that helps them learn how to put items together and to stack them and to prepare mm-hmm. them to be shipped and, and all that kind of stuff. We uh, have gone to homeless shelters, other homeless shelters uh, local, and we go there and we actually have, you know, it teaches them how to, you know, we, to clean, to clean up and, and to uh, organize items and, you know, uh, again, help uh, help individuals. We have uh, no particular business that really helps us, but it's more or less, you know, places like like the, uh, like the Red Cross and like, the, you know, the senior centers and stuff like that. And we have a, there's a, um, a animal recovery. Oh, right. Working uh, with animals. The- yeah, I, I saw that yeah, that works right. a lot with uh, people having that yeah, type of connection. Mm-hmm. Well, for the most part, because uh, if you could imagine, uh, some of them have never even had any contact with animals at all. So they're like scared to death of them. Probably 85 percent of them, they love them. And uh, all of them, they have they have animals. So, yeah, you're correct. They, oh, okay. they do really work well with them. They, you do have that little small portion where they're, they're, they have challenges with it. So tell me about the a Lifetime Day program. Okay, Lifetime Day. Let, uh, let me tell you about the, the corporation. It's Lifetime Community Caring. Lifetime Day program falls under that umbrella. Lifetime Day program, Lifetime uh, Community uh, based and then um, LC vocational uh, lifetime day program is a program where we have just about 60 individuals participating at that program and they work they do theater arts and we've put on two plays we put on frozen uh, we're working on Greece right now we've put on the uh, performance all of our individuals or the the stars no none None of the staff was included in other than uh, preparing them for it. And um, we raised good money. We raised somewhere around $3,000 and uh, we donated that to the veterans. Those kind of things really help us. So that's what we do at Lifetime Day program. They're doing the theater arts right now. We're working on Greece. And of course, all of the programs we we have, we work on um, life skills with them and also trying to, you know, job you know, job skills, teaching basic mm-hmm. job skills, trying to keep them focused and how to follow direction. And, and then uh, LC Vocational is, is a program where we have a culinary arts program going on. We're actually uh, having a book launching where the, the individuals put the recipes together and cook the food, put the book together, and the book's going to be coming out. It's called Cravings for a Lifetime. That's something that we did over there. I was pretty proud about, and, and especially the individuals there. They love it because they're in they're in the book, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're uh, pretty excited about that. And then we have a lifetime community based program, and those individuals they go out into the community every day, and they're out in the community and they're volunteering and they're you know trying to determine what they would like to do in the future in terms of jobs and life and that sort of thing. They're learning a lot about society as a whole, and, and it's our job to help them meet those those goals and objectives. Clarence, can you tell us some of your goals for the next three to five years? Ultimately, what we would like to do with uh, Express Workforce Foundation is we would like to get some expansion. So we want to grow. We want to grow, and we want to grow, and we want to grow, and 
and and in in addition to us giving to you know the uh, the homeless and the veterans, uh, we want to be able to give to individuals that are coming from uh, this community of folks where we can actually provide them with jobs. So Express Workforce Foundation uh, is a nonprofit, but we want to provide jobs for individuals as well as placing them. So we want to be able to place them and we want to be able to provide jobs for them. And uh, we have some uh, a few companies that are working with us to help uh, us provide them. And then, you know, we're just trying, we're at this point, we're just getting everything together. But three to five years, we, we're hoping to have it up and running and having, you know, possibly like some of our ideas are we're going to have a, a mobile car wash. Uh, one Another idea we have is we're going to have uh, a delivery service, you know, where you're, you're uh, a mom and pop organization, mm-hmm. you don't want, don't want to store the, uh, the items at your house, you store them with us, our folks uh, prepare them for shipping, and they ship them out to Walmart or, you know, wherever you want to go, things like that. So that's what, that's what. Uh, ultimately is our goal, in addition to all the philanthropic uh, stuff that we yeah. do already. Clarence, what are some of the challenges that you have running uh, the organization? Lack of funding. How do you get your money? How are you funded and supported? We get our uh, funding from donors, uh, grants, and uh, corporate sponsorships. Well, how can we help? We have a lot of different uh, programs and a lot of activities and and functions and such where um, we can we can use volunteers. You know, we, we, we need volunteers to help us out. Job opportunities in the community uh, locations uh, uh, contacting us and letting us know that they have opportunities for our folks to come out and and train and, you know, even possibly work for them. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, financial support. And I know that you talked to me about some of the things that are on your calendar for this year. Is there anything else that you can mention that uh, we could look out for and participate in? Yeah, we have we have a Peace Walk coming up in May. And uh, this is the second year for the Peace Walk. And what we're, we're basically doing with the Peace Walk is we're bringing awareness to gun control. And the, the objective is to, to help the organizations that are working towards changing gun control and, 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 uh, and that sort of thing and for us to support it. We call it the Walk for Peace fundraiser. So whatever we raise, we're going to help support gun control initiatives in that fashion. And how can our listeners get in touch with you and find out more about your organization, Express Workforce Foundation? They can go to our website at ewffoundation.org. Our phone number is 909-476-8576. Well, I thank you so much for sharing the Express Workforce Foundation with us. Clarence Thomas, Executive Director. Thank you so much, Clarence. Thank you, and I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Thank you. The mission of the Express Workforce Foundation is to provide a program to enhance the lives of people living with developmental disabilities, which will lead them to a productive, independent, and socially integrated life in their communities. For more information, please log on to EWFFoundation.org. That's EWFFoundation.org. I'm LaFern Cusack, and this is ESPN LA 710.
ESPN LA 710.